Hello and welcome. This is Punch Panorama. I am Rachel Afalabi. Hey, so it's another beautiful edition of our Panorama. And as always, it's a delight bringing amazing podcasts to your listening pleasure all the time. I remain yours truly, Rachel Afalabi. So, what are we discussing today? Our topic is Pidgin English, Bad English, a, pers- a cultural perspective. So, ladies and gentlemen, how did we come about this topic? So, a young social media user posted on social media asking why certain parents or moms were bothered about pidgin english or the and its usage and he was asking if pidgin english were indeed bad english and so we thought to take a look at the topic and for us because um our nation is very dynamic we thought to give a cultural perspective to read across geopolitical zones in the country you know and particularly a stance and that's our topic says pidgin english bad english a cultural perspective ladies and gentlemen you would agree that pidgin english is not a lingo across the entire nation you know if you looked at the north for instance they'd rather i mean a, a typical Hausa guy would rather speak Hausa. okay as against speaking pidgin as much as english is our unifying language but, and those who have lived in the north, in respect of what region of the country you're from, oftentimes make attempts to learn Hausa. Okay, so uh, if you came to Yoruba land, the southwest, Yoruba is their lingo franca, their lingo generally, and not Pidgin. Now, where you have Pidgin English being spoken the most, you'd agree, is the south south, the south south region. And you may want to justify that because they have so many ethnic groups. You know and so many smaller communities and we can say minority languages when we say minority that means those who speak it are probably just very few and maybe for that region the reason they thought to unify i mean the best way to communicate was to speak pidgin english but you would agree ladies and gentlemen that if you took a look at this topic again from cultural perspectives across geopolitical zones in nigeria we dare say that Pidgin English has had a horrid impact on our mother tongues, the various mother tongues we have, on our local dialects and languages across ethnic groups in Nigeria. And we dare say that uh, Pidgin English has given a very bad blow to our languages generally, even before we talk about English. Just as today, we must first agree that bad grammar is all over the place, even amongst professionals. Who use the language the most and you would agree that lawyers are not even exempted it's so interesting that even if you listen to a lawyer or anyone speak to you especially if he or she is from a region where pidgin english is the order of the day you probably hear how that language has been spoken you, you know as an ethnic intonation you know um so what we how we speak english first of all is also a function of the geopolitical region of the country where we're from and also the environment that we're raised. Ladies and gentlemen, we must agree, as much as we agree that English may not be a mother tongue, we would agree that it is our lingua franca in Nigeria and our most unifying language as a people. And how we speak the language in terms of its quality is a reflection of how ethnic groups and geopolitical regions received colonialism and colonial education, but especially when they arrived the country, and basically how our regions were most open and prone to training and to learning. We agree 
that's on good quality english being spoken best in nigeria especially on a large scale we're not talking about individual base but we definitely find that most dominant among the yorubas and the larger southwest nigeria now maybe it's the reason the universities in the southwest are most populated be it public or private now but the center of this conversation is how the english language and as it's been spoken in nigeria and written in nigeria and how sadly it has degenerated so badly that almost every one of us has almost become guilty of bad english that we if we're not careful we're second guessing everything we say and write and how best we communicate um especially for example the effective use of present tenses past tenses and past participles e.g oh the book fell oh that's not it's falling and someone is thinking the falling you're saying is ing <laughs> not en <laughs> you know it's amazing or the use of adverbs like oh i want to loosen my hair i want to fasten my hair my my seatbelt somebody says i want to drink in the water i mean the guy just you just didn't get that you were not using the ing continuous tense you know all the action i mean i don't even know how to present it right now i mean let the english grammar and those who studied english help us with that but before we go further ladies and gentlemen we must all agree that pidgin english is bad english and this is quite aggressive in fact if you were you you are better of an individual admitting you couldn't speak english language and simply just reverting to your native language and speaking your native language very well and then the conversation will go on smoothly what you find in our generation today is that many won't speak english well neither would they even speak their native tongue excellently say so young man is telling you i don't speak yoruba i only speak english all the time in fact the christmas period i just came you know and then you're wondering you're, you're telling me how badly you are at your native language yoruba and even the english you're speaking you're telling me christmas is christmas that in itself sounds yoruba so either way you're saying you can speak your native language even the english you're speaking it sounds native shouldn't we be proud of our fathers especially our fathers in ibadan who would speak english excellently and speak your accent and even our Ilori brothers oh those guys are amazing when they revert from their native yoruba language oh and speaking with a fantastic or your dialect and move to english you be asking yourself if it's the same person talking some would even change it with an accent yeah i think you learn to hire that our Ibadan brothers may not necessarily give you an accent but the tenses are, are in place I, I think that's what we should focus uh one is tempted to say that um for the modern day southwestern yoruba child you know like we said we're giving this a cultural perspective bad english starts from jokes and slogans jokes from popular comedy shows that should not really be where, where the language should not really be colloquial and with time gets into our lingo e.g the joking use of oh she have go she have come he have and it has gradually become such a reality people don't even know can't use she has anymore and the pluralization of verbs with the pronoun you for example someone saying you refuses to eat you refuses to to go and that's when you know that ordinarily people wouldn't you refuse to go i mean he refused i mean is even the you i'm focusing on now 
and then you hear things i think this is from even from Berno state where somebody is asking you oh they are user of as well would you like to eat this as well and the person says to you can i serve your food as well i mean the first time i heard that i i didn't quite understand what the lady was saying then I heard it from another senior labor officer saying at well on TV. I said, okay, this is a very thing. So I said to the lady, okay, you're trying to tell me, can I serve your food as well? She now said, yes. I said, oh, I get it now. So basically, and also this general use of becoming down. Even journalists use it on, 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 when they're joking, maybe on radio. Uh, you see, that's how we joke about some of those things as we're interpreting our languages almost verbatim in English. And then we're joking about it and gradually it becomes... It infiltrates everything that we say and then it becomes part of the professional media space lingo and then even as a journalist you begin to second guess yourself and the simple statements and expressions that you use because we've joked about too many false grammar it has become such a part of our lingo and it's almost difficult to correct so what's the solution ladies and gentlemen we may all need to go back to our conventional books like brighter grammar mastering english the new oxford english courses new practical english series and so on i mean those books that some people read some of us read at the time probably helped us with our language till date you know and unfortunately because there's so much infiltration you know we still need to be checked ladies and gentlemen no matter how we say english may not be our mother tongue in nigeria it is our most what it is the most widely spoken language across the world if we did a research on the career advantages of english what you find is this is a language of trade and commerce okay even the chinese who wish to recolonize africa through trade and the push for some to learn mandarin invest so much in getting their own younger children and generation to learn english you'll be amazed the amount of money chinese spend on getting english teachers from across the world especially from nations where english is spoken excellently if they cannot afford, afford british tutors given the americans would all love to get a british nanny all the time because everyone would love to speak like the queen and if you cannot speak like the queen at least get the tenses correctly unfortunately the chinese want you as an african to learn mandarin ask a jack ma one of the wealthiest men from the asian world he would say to you that in his stories how much he, he as, as much as he may deliberately bastardize the english language now he wouldn't dare do that years ago when he hadn't become so wealthy it tells us of how, how many stories of how he worked as an English teacher and I think he was teaching his own people. But right now, he understands that that is a language of commerce. Ladies and gentlemen, English is not just a language of business and commerce. It is also the language of the internet. And so our ability to speak it well is very likely, it's likely going to open doors for us all and open up to the global space. So we cannot just pitch it. Now, the cultural view here is to look at the region of the country that is the south south where pigeon is largely spoken the most you know well you may want to forgive it though especially when you hear statements like oh the man stood in front of we that's what you find when a typical south southerner is making a presentation he can't even use us the pronoun he will say we and that happens because i mean the first time i heard it, i was like we care but i heard it so much i think i heard it among the english too of northeast nigeria so you just know okay the reason is south southern man would, would say this because he's spoken so much pigeon and less of his mother tongue and good english and less of good english and that he's almost forgotten how the language should be spoken properly ladies and gentlemen one is therefore tempted to say that um, pigeon is a regressive language he hasn't brought development even to the region of a country that is wealthiest 
or presume to be wealthiest the most. Look, uh, and that's the power of language. Language has to be communicated well because it attracts commerce and it attracts people want to relate with you when you use a language where either you use your mother tongue excellently or you speak the colonial power language excellently, ladies and gentlemen, because um, if you remember this young man who championed the conversation around Nigerians not writing IELTS, the test of English language test and test of English as a foreign language, one of the things he said was that even his mother tongue, I think he said Kana, was his mother tongue from the south south region of river states where he's from where he was from at the time he was having the conversation with china television he said all they do is speak english do you understand now you might so what pigeon has done is pigeon is 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 the less authentic okay so people have thrown away their mother tongue they are not even speaking english excellently all right and then they revert to pigeon and then you say you're not writing english as a foreign language test you would have to write it you mean because nobody wants a language bastardized. If you, I mean, if you had to speak your about to anybody, and you weren't speaking it excellently, they'd rather tell you to either swallow the language and speak English. Okay, especially if you were a professional in the media space. I remember a particular Nollywood actress at the time was running a Yoruba show. I'm trying to remember her name now. It's one of these ladies who are not Yoruba, but it's in Yoruba Nollywood. It was a, it was a major live TV show. And Yoruba was so poor and it was a Yoruba show. It was much later, I think the show ended. Okay? Because you see, any language you do not speak well, you're better off just not presenting it as a professional, ladies and gentlemen. Because we are an Anglophone country and at some time many will wonder, you know, why we have to write some of those foreign tests abroad for further education. You must agree that if you got feedback from IELTS tutors, people who teach on international English language training testing exams you'll be shocked at what we think is good English and how ladies and gentlemen English are degenerated in our generation a lot now especially for the Yorubas who may believe that oh, this is language best compared to other ethnic groups in Nigeria proud to now yeah even an elderly man who didn't have much education would either speak good, in, good basic English or simply reverted to quality Yoruba language. But now what you find is pidgin, deep intercultural relations, relationship or bad English or very, very poor Yoruba. Do you understand? You know, so, so we must make, make an effort to ensure that we work on our English language and as Yorubas, work on your Yorubas. And all, in fact, all my ethnic groups in Nigeria actually the Igbos and Hausa they don't throw their language away when they master English they master it well and they don't throw their native language away so look at the region of Nigeria South South that has thrown all their mother tongues away and now revert to Pidgin they're probably the most underdeveloped you don't even want to converse with a professional maybe even as a lawyer and you can hear Pidgin in his own tone he doesn't come across as intelligent even when he is ladies and gentlemen you must all agree that it's not about speaking for net or speaking like the queen okay you know what we call for then you want to talk with an americanized language because that's what many people want to do to bamboozle you especially when they arrive in this beautiful city lagos many assume that oh for Lagosians, just speak with an accent and that's it you know one is tempted to say that be true and original but endeavor to ensure that your tenses are correct even if you sound like you were like you were from a certain region of a country which you're from Okay, you can master master how to speak, but let it be original to you. 
okay don't just speak when i hear and then all everything you're saying is you're trying to speak with an accent and everything is just wrong so one is tempted to say that to the south southland where pidgin english is high if you can make good efforts to master good quality pidgin english then you can make effort to master good quality english okay or better still master your native language and let's get an interpreter and one is tempted to say that it's also decent to fake an accent and beneath all of those fake accents is fraud, bad English, poor tenses, and all your intonation and dialects just gives it all the way. One is also tempted to say that be you, be real, be original, you're better off speaking your good English with your native intonation than faking an accent leading with bad tenses. You know, the world only forgives that if you're a sportsman. You know. But you see, pigeon is just it's just it's just not sensible language is powerful ladies and gentlemen when i say not sensible it doesn't bring out the best of any region all right if you visited francophone countries especially francophone countries where they spoke pigeon french you don't want to go on school there when you speak a quality language it attracts comments so for those who say i use the word sensible i mean sensibility in terms of bringing commerce sensible wealth to you that's what i mean Language is powerful, ladies and gentlemen, so for our geopolitical regions, we're better off reverting either to our native languages or good English than all the pigeon in the world. Pigeon is an adulterated version of the original, and the law of adulteration is non-progressive. So let's face it, let's face it out as best as we as possible, and we'll be best replacing it with our local language if we think English, English has become difficult. And let's help ourselves, guys, ladies and gentlemen. You shouldn't always find all the solutions in the West. That's what you find. Everybody looks up to Lagos State to get the best of English or speaks in the Southwest. We can all deliberate across our geopolitical regions in our country. And so that one region is not overwhelmed. You know, um, let's enjoy this conversation and share your thoughts with us on what Pigeon English has done to us as a nation and to our development, especially what you think Pigeon English has done to the South-South, where it's been spoken the most. And if you're a South-Southern, listen to this podcast today and you feel that Pigeon English is teas or nothing, then this is what we recommend. Let's document it. If you're going to make it a lingo of the South-Southern people, okay, document it. Put a dictionary to it. Let's universalize it. So one is not saying this thing, violence means gidiba. And I think violence means bagaga. Even if as many definitions as you think a word can have, document it as a dictionary, bring a textbook out of it. Then we know that it's an accepted lingo and a lingo franca of our people. And then we've brought education out of it. But that is haphazard. Everyone speaks it differently. How they speak it in England and Asaba is different from how they speak it in Bayelsa and the rivers guy. And the, you know, we must universalize it to make it must to bring more sensibilities out of it to make it worthwhile to bring commerce and trade and to encourage to bring development out of it and to make it a language worth speaking if we really need to thank you very much for listening now make sure that you enjoy and share your thoughts with us